There we go. Fixed it. Hello again. Um, it's going to be a spicy episode of Legends of Wild Mount today, I think. Uh, so now since before we begin, February 13th, which is next Saturday, uh, depending on how things go, if we get more sign-ups, uh, we'll be doing an anniversary stream, 12 hours, 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, I think that's what I decided. Uh, but if we don't get any more time slots, we're just going to do 12 hours of straight stream and video games. So stuff like Baldur's Gate, figure out how to do the multiplayer in Baldur's Gate, maybe. Do the Dungeon Master mode in Divinity 2, because I really want to try that out. Uh, Overwatch, Phasmophobia. We've been streaming Phasmophobia a lot on the channel lately, and it's been a lot of fun. So I might keep doing that. Um, or do a 12-hour session of D&D. <laughs> no. Um, and also, we're still raising money for Color of Change. You can see that in the Twitch chat. So if you can donate some money to that, it's a great charity to support. Um, they do a lot of good stuff. Um, what else? And you know our schedule. So, uh, but if you're watching, if you're new and watching this, your schedule is on our Twitch channel. You can find it pretty easily on our Twitch channel. Um, what else? What else? Podcast Anchor.fm. Mimic some monstrosities if you want to listen to our podcast. So, when we last left off, you all sort of just aided the city of Rosana in the aftermath of the Lucid Bastion's destruction. Helped save some people who were pinned under debris, helped with the debris, gave people back wedding bands, I believe. Not yet, but you just helped out, basically. And... Talindra went to see her parents, saw that they were in shock mostly, but they were okay. Um, helped some people out who were, helped a mother and her child who were pinned under rubble, and decided to go spend the night at the Dim's Light. I believe that's the name of the inn. Let me look at my notes. Yes, the Dim's Light Inn in Rosana. You all went there into the Golomafri district. Um, to get out of the sort of destruction of the award you guys were currently in. The party kind of, sort of split up with Lindak, Gravel, and Talindra going to the inn while Enoch looked for a blacksmith. And while Enoch was looking for a blacksmith, a figure in the shadows caught Enoch's attention and it turned out to be Vox, the half-green dragon assassin working for the Myriad and telling, basically just checking in on things, essentially. Uh, after that, after that discussion, Enoch went to the uh, local blacksmith in the area and began to commission some daggers made from spider fangs. Returned to the inn. Everyone had a wonderful night at the inn. Songs were played. Gravel sang a hymn, or not a hymn, uh, a sea shanty. Um, and uh, you all retired to bed. Um, Gravel went outside of the inn and after being told about Fox by Enoch Gravel went outside to the alleyway and had an encounter with Vox who dropped from the roof and unknown to the rest of the party had a very tense emotional conversation with Gravel about how he didn't want to kill Gravel but he had to because of his family were in danger before he stabbed Gravel through the heart, 
he gave Greville a key to Zendavianus' private quarters that he stole the last time he was there, as well as a strange scroll, and tucked it away into Greville's clothes, hoping that if Greville's friends came to find the body, they'd find the scroll and the key. With that, and the task done, Greville fell to the ground outside of the Dim's Light Inn in the alley, bleeding out and dying as Vox ran off. Greville breathed his last, and the party have come outside into the alleyway to find the lifeless body of Gravel. And that's where we're going to pick up the session this week. I believe I was sort of like in the middle of casting the spell uh, at the end of our last session. So I'm yeah, just we, continuing. We took him up to the room. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you take him up to the room. Uh, he did leave his equipment by the door, so you can easily find that as well. All of his stuff is right there. Um, so you take him up to the room. People in the tavern can kind of see you carrying this um, unconscious, bloody gnome. And they're like, uh, and they just go back to their drinks, not wanting to question it, thinking it's probably just an injury from the explosion. And you bring him up to the room. He's gonna um, set him on the bed. Mm -hmm. Once uh, once everything is set up in a in a way that looks comfortable, then I uh, yeah I'll start uh, okay. working on the spell. So you pull out the scroll, um, and it's different to most spell scrolls you've seen. Most of them you have to succeed on using it. You have to figure out how to use it to see if it succeeds. This one's a little different. This one you get the sense that <clears throat> it's a little. more potent if that makes sense um, almost like it is the true resurrection spell but there's something else added to the scroll um, and if you're proficient with arcana you can try to figure out what that extra little tidbit is uh, yeah I will do that is that okay. just a roll yep d20 plus your arcana modifier or your arcana skill Anyone can do that, by the way. Any of you three. If you it, have. It was 18. 18. Um, oh, does it matter that I'm technically, I have a half proficiency in that's Arcana? Fine. That's does fine. that make a difference? Yeah. Nope, that's okay. fine. Um, it deals with contingencies and stuff like that. Okay. And the contingency being that the person who holds this scroll upon their death. Um, supersedes is that the word I'm thinking of? bypasses the ritual requirement so it'll still take the hour to cast by reading the scroll but there's a contingency in place that the spell cannot fail um, and as you're reading it you can can everyone give me perception checks? as you're just glossing over the scroll 
Jesus. That math was 20, 25? 25. 22. 22. Okay. Uh, the two of you can kind of see light as you're reading. There's like little strands of static electricity, like from the scroll and Gravel's body. And it's like the static is actually um, starting from Gravel. Like, and it's red. It's like red static charges just all over his clothes. Just like, have I seen anything like this before? Uh, the red lightning in the crater. Um, I have a feeling this may not go as smoothly as, as one might hope. Um, but I'm willing to do it if everyone is comfortable. Please, please. All right, I'm, I'm going to start working on this spell and just kind of keeping out for anything odd. <laughs> All right. I can hear Lex. <laughs> um, so the static does kind of get a little more intense. Uh, just because I'm starting the spell, mm -hmm. does it seem okay? Yeah, I'm just I, I'm just casting the spell. I, I I'm probably not going to stop unless something like really really bad happens, like okay. if, like something looks like it's going to explode or something. Okay. Other than that, I'm I'm okay. doing it, but just watching what's okay. happening around me. The window of the room starts to frost up a bit. Just... And. There's this loud surge of electricity um, from gravel, and the door of the room swings open. The windows shatter in the room. All of the loose objects in the room go flying off the shelves. Just and the scroll you're holding just bursts into flames. Just. And the ashes hover in the air of the scroll for a minute. And they start to glide and swirl over to Gravel's now cold corpse. And the ashes rest on his body. Whoa. I just pulled my breath. There's another watching its only symbol. Okay, there's another booming surge of electrical discharge in the room. You all can kind of feel like a static shock go through you as your hair, if you have it, stands up on end, you just and more static, just another surge of static electricity. And then <gasps> breath comes to gravel. Garrett, if you can hear me, come to the table. With Charlie from It's Always Sunny as your background. <clears throat> uh. Hey. The wound over the heart just closes. 
right. Are you all right? Gravel. How long will I help? Not, not very long. An hour. We don't think. Yeah. About an hour. Shut the doors. Shut the windows. Uh, windows are all broken. <laughs> yeah, you can see that the windows are shattered and the door is kind of blown off its hinges almost. I, I'm, I'll uh, just kind of push it up and Let's do go a, into another room. Mending. Okay, you can easily mend the door. Okay. okay. Uh, Gravel is going to immediately re-up on non-detection. Okay. No one can know Dude. I'm alive. What's going on? I'm dead, okay. You were. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Tell us. Uh, I, no one can know I'm alive. Then we should uh, go into a different room. How do you feel right now? Are you feeling any different? Anything strange? There was a lot of odd uh, static. It's, it's still lingering a bit, just between your fingers, just... I mean, I feel tingly, but I imagine that's, you know, blood returning to places where it should be. Right. Um, what happened to, do you guys see Vox? He was gone when we arrived. Good, good. What, why, what happened? Why did he leave a scroll? Or was that your scroll? Did you have this this whole time? Uh, it is. Um, Listen, guys, a uh, whole lot's going through my head right now. Um, do, you, do you mind just... Thanks. I, I can't even... Thank you for bringing me back. Um, and he'll just look at all of you individually and make eye contact. Um... I think I need a moment. Um, he's looking pretty rough, right? He's at one hit point. Uh, true resurrection. He's at full of everything. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah, true resurrection. Um, true resurrection brings you back at full capacity. Yeah, I'm gonna walk out. Okay. I. I guess I'll walk out as well. Uh, looks and sad. Deck. Looks well, sad. I'm dead, okay. And just pretend like I'm still dead. Or that, oh, right. you know, mournful, that type of thing. 
Or, you know, if you wouldn't have cared if I died, don't worry about it. Alright. Um, I need to be dead for a while. Oh, Alright. We'll talk about this later, how we plan to hide this. And I'll, uh, I'll head out if he wants to be alone. He, uh, he's looks, he looks around quick for his pack to see if it's here. It's on the bed. Okay. Yeah, I, I got something I need to do. And he's just looking at his pack. Mm-hmm. So does everybody leave? Okay. So yeah, one by one, the three of them leave, leaving you by yourself, Gravel. So Gravel knows that if he actually is shown alive, that puts Vox at risk. At risk. Um, or Vox's family, yeah. Yeah. Both. <laughs> Very likely. Uh, so he's going to quickly try to cobble some shit together and make a new disguise. Okay. Um, there's, there's lots of materials in this room. Bed sheets. Yeah. Your disguise kit. Yeah. Shards of glass on the floor, should you be so inclined. Um, there's a lot in here candle wax like there's a lot you can do he's gonna get to work okay just uh for the sake of he's things he's gonna try and be as quiet as possible though cause he wants everybody to think that there's a dead person in this room okay well there's enough commotion going on downstairs with the singing and everything that you can do it without rolling so okay we can start throwing together a disguise What's everybody else doing? Enoch is going to... None of you have slept for the night, by the way. This is still the same night. Enoch's going to collapse just back against the wall to the right of the door. Mm -hmm. And he is going to put his morning star over his lap. His head is back. He is going to sit and wait. Um, he's essentially going to sleep. Okay. Little Lindak and Tolinda. Um. I um. I guess I'm just going to go back to my room and try to get as much sleep as I can. Although probably going <laughs> to toss and turn a bit. Well, I don't really sleep, but anyways. Mm. All right. You'd be a bit troubled, but go back to my room. Okay. Lindek is uh, going to back to his room, sit on his bed. He's going to lay down. He's thinking, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm not. And 
probably immediately pops off to sleep. Okay. Um, those of you sleeping or trancing, as elves do. You see some weird shit. This is your first rest ever since going into the crater, and you all see some weird shit. As of right now, the three of you don't know you're having the same dream, but you are. You see the crater. And then, as if blinking, you're standing in a place that doesn't make sense, almost. You're on, you're, you know you're on the material plane. The mountains behind you, very familiar. They're the mountain peaks that accompany, accompany, uh, that block off all of Jorhas from Blightshore. And floating in the air are just motes of earth just floating in place, lightning all over the place. And there's sounds of combat almost, like a mass conflict. And you all see Lolth in this conflict, fighting against other beings you don't recognize and there's a flash of light again and Loth is covered in this thick purplish blood and the blood is kind of lifting off of her body and changing shape and forming into just shapes. Um, pentagonal shapes, octagonal shapes, trapezoids, rhombuses, you know, all sorts of uh, hexagonal, what you know, whatever. Uh, Three-dimensional shapes. Um, and these shapes start to drift into the dirt and start to seep below the dirt and go deeper and deeper and deeper below the dirt. While they're dreaming, Gravel, you, you how's your disguise going? I don't know, how's my disguise going? I don't know, it's up to you. Oh, do you want me to roll using my disguise kit stuff, or that's what I'm sure. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, why is it not? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh. There. Oh, it's not doing the roll. Is it still unassigned? Yeah. That would be why. Okay. Uh. Sorry. Still good. <laughs> uh, I'll just use 
one of these. We're good. Quick. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you craft a disguise from things in the room, your disguise kit, and whatever you want to do, you can do. Okay. Without disturbance. And eventually, should you choose, sleep can find you. Uh, he'll try to sleep. Okay. Who knows if that'll so, work? So <laughs> you fall asleep, and you have yeah. the same dream the other three are having currently. Oh, okay, all right. Um, same images from the start. Um, and then you all wake up in the morning, as those shards you saw in the dream sink into the earth. And that's when you all wake up, getting the benefits of a long rest. And gravel, you still feel like a little like static feeling like you know how you know how, when you, how you feel like your hands asleep? Feels like that a little bit. You like the tingly falling asleep in your right hand. It just feels like that a little yeah. bit. Now that you've got like a carpal tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> That's you just kinda got that feeling in your right hand and it's like persistent. It's not going away. go through his pack and take inventory. Everything's there. And uh, he's gonna sit in his room. He's not leaving. Okay. Yeah, you all wake up where you went to sleep. Max immediately getting up. <clears throat> You're a little sore. Yeah, it probably doesn't feel great, but he's gonna... Definitely, that's how you get hemorrhoids. <laughs> gonna open the door and peek in story <laughs> I don't know why I said that I just heard someone on a podcast say they got hemorrhoids from sitting on a hardwood floor playing Halo 2 all day when it came out anyways um I don't know yeah you knock on the door open it yeah you see gravel uh, he sees uh, uh, an old-looking goblin in tattered clothing. Um, looks worn enough, oddly. Oh. Hey! Who's that? Lindak will get up and, and come out as well, going to see okay. how Gravel is. Okay, yeah, you, you come out and you can see Enoch kind of just coming out of Gravel's room and closing the door. Letting out how a big he? sigh. <laughs> how is he, Enoch? You chuck him. I have to go. I'm going for a walk. Okay. Lindak will go to the door and knock on it as he opens it and mm -hmm. sticks his head in. You say the same you see the same thing. I uh, Yeah, a goblin warned. This ain't some shot show. What's everybody doing right here? Who are you? 
My name is Bootstrap. Bootstrap? What happened to my friend who was here? I don't know. Maybe he's dead. <laughs> Lindak looks at him really close uh, when he says that. Insight check. And... Uh, 13. Gravel will make it easy and take out one of the contacts briefly and then put it back in. After the, after the contacts popped out, you can tell. Yeah, uh, Lindak nods and we still have to talk and then he just backs out of the room. Goes down for breakfast. Okay. Yeah, breakfast is being served. Bunch of sausages, bacon, uh, Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> which is real good, uh, and yeah. a bunch of, and an assortment of like fried mushrooms. Basically, what's for breakfast is a full English. Um, I also wanted to uh, go to where Gravel is uh, okay. at some point. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I so I, I'll. I, I just get out and I, I don't want people to be suspicious, so I don't even knock. I just I just go in. Okay. And I, I see him you and see I just a laugh. Elderly, I you see an elderly goblin. Worn. I think that that's quite good. <laughs> I assume you're gravel. Huh? Right. Two other fellows came in here. What? Two other fellows came here and speaking that same nonsense. Oh yes. Um, I did want to tell you that um, I do have a spell at this point that I've learned recently that I think might be beneficial to you, especially in your current state. Um, I can make you invisible for a period of time. It might be helpful for you to not appear suspicious. Coming out of a dead man's room. How long? Uh, one minute, I believe. If it's invisibility, it's an hour. It does concentration up to one minute, so... It... Ah. Is that wrong? <laughs> is, it, is it this website? Nope. It might be. Uh, <clears throat> so if you wanted, I could, I could do that, and you could come in as a new patron. Oh, use the window. Oh, or broken, shattered window. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have well, to break it. So. Exactly. Uh, why, why don't you do that and then I'll mend it then? By the way, uh -huh. this fella. Yes. This poor fella you know is dead. You have a funeral for him yet? Oh, well, I'll have to discuss that with my friends. It'd be a good idea. It would be a good idea. But I don't know what we would do. There's no body. Find a box. Mm. Here. And Gravel's gonna, like... Oh. He's going to, uh, or bootstrap. He's going to, like, gesture over to the bed where uh, Gravel's bow was. Or is? And he's like, ah, 
Well, uh, give you Barry a box with some of his precious known stuff that he would have. People might not ask as many questions, eh? Uh, I, th I think they might think it's strange that uh, we came up here with a corpse and that there isn't one anymore. Well, ask for, ask for, uh, uh, a ask for a box. Ask for a box. Ask for a Okay. All right. Would you like to, uh, oh, you're going out. All right. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll see you, uh, at some point, I assume. Maybe. Did I get your name? Ah, Bootstrap. Ah, just nice to meet you, Bootstrap. Hold out a hand. I'll take it and shake it. Mhm. Mm and there'll be a note in there. Ah. Oh. <laughs> all right. See ya. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. See you Get. around. Get. And then I I go. I'm going. Jeez. <laughs> I go. <laughs> I want once. Uh, I'll go to my room briefly and read the okay. read the note. Uh, it uh, essentially reads uh, that um, that you know not to judge Vox too harshly. He has like he has. Uh, family in the mix being held hostage oh. and uh, that uh, gravel or bootstrap will shadow you guys uh, during his do what would come naturally uh, in the case of gravel's death and that we'll talk later Is it, it, it's, I'm assuming it's just addressed to everyone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, I just sort of pocket it, and then I, uh, I'll, I'll head down to okay. breakfast. All right, yeah, full English setup. Um, Enoch, where'd you go for a walk? He's just, <clears throat> he has no real destination at this point. Mm -hmm. He's just, He's just going around. At some point, he's going to head back to that blacksmith. But, yeah, a lot of his is just looping through the city, the parts that aren't destroyed. And he's kind of in his own head. Okay. How long do you want to walk? Um, a couple hours okay. before heading to the blacksmith. All right, so I have a couple hours. Just wander. Nothing eventful happens. Um, maybe a couple kids run by and go, "Oh, cool!" and they point to like your bandages. Um, you can find your way back to the blacksmith. Okay. Oh, hello. I think this is hello. the voice I had last time. It is. It is. Oh, good. Not 
I don't think. Oh. It's all right. Okay. Trying times. It is. Uh, you have the uh, daggers I've procured. I case. do. And he sets up four of these daggers that look how you wanted them. Very gonna the spider fang take... is the hilt. Yeah, it's like yeah. the the pommel, yeah. and then the so. blade is just this really nice iron or steel. He's gonna take the. He's gonna take. Uh, three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you happen to have a like a? sheath or something that oh, I can get for this. Yes, and he he puts four sheaths on the... Yeah, he'll sheath them, keep them. Um, the furred, the stig, and the sty, uh, vin daggers are put in another pouch. Okay. Another, like, in his bag. And then the uh, the stein, which is stone, he's gonna take that, and he's gonna, like, wrap it kind of distract around his hand. And then he'll make his way back. Okay. He's like, uh, where did you get those fangs? Where did I get those fangs? Oh. Some underground exploration. Me and my friends went under. For what, though? Very uh, curious material to work with. Uh, they were in the, um, the mines. They were having issues with some spiders, so we removed them. Would you like some more? I could see if I could. No, that's okay. I uh, he shows you his right. hand. You can see he's got the kind of weird blisters all over his hand where he was working with the material. Weird, like green blisters. That looks bad. Are you all right? Yeah, I think they might be a tad poisonous, so just be careful. Right, thank you. So basically, I haven't homebrewed these daggers yet because they're not magical. Um, you can't homebrew non-magical equipment. Right. Um, but I'm going to add there anyway. I'm going to add them. I'll, I'll make them eventually. But they are daggers that do an extra D4 of poison damage. So they're not like a super... Because they're, they're not magical, right? So just an extra little oomph from the poison right. glands that are still in... Or the venom glands that are still intact in the fang. A little extra 1d4 poison damage. Alright. And since it is face spider venom, they have to make a. Like I said, I'm going to homebrew these eventually for next week. Uh, yep. But. they A creature does, that does get stabbed by one of these daggers. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Has to make a DC 11 constitution saving throw. Or... Um, become poisoned for one hour. Um, that's if they take the poison damage. Uh, if the poison damage reduces the target to zero hit points... Um, the target is stable, but paralyzed.
It was going to deal addition, additional 4d8 poison damage, but I'm like, mm, that's a lot. So it's a d4. So they have to make the con save, which takes which would be the poison, yep. and then the poison effect. Yep. And if it drops to zero, then they're stable and paralyzed. They're stable and paralyzed, yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, they could, for one hour, even if they regain hit points, they're still paralyzed and poisoned. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, I'll homer that later. And you've got... He's like, yeah, just be a little careful with those. Uh, you can see his, like, his right hand is still kind of stiff a bit. He's like, I'm still trying to move it. It's just uh, locked that's up. That's going to impede your work. So hmm? he's going to reach out for a handshake. He, he reaches out his crusty, poisoned hand. And he's going to pump five lay on hands. Cool. To he's like, oh. Poison. Thanks. Yeah, I don't want you not be able to work yeah, that's... effectively. Wish I had that up my sleeve. <laughs> hmm. Be careful with those. Thank you. Again. Only use them against people you don't like. That's the goal. Give you a thumbs up. If you ever need anything else, just come on by. I sell stuff too. I don't just make stuff. Okay. I... So if you're okay. ever looking for anything. Look into it. If you want to sell stuff, I also buy materials. It's all part of oh, the business. Oh, okay, wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. He's going to take his morning star. Oh. The old one. You got that. Uh, I can melt I that down. This. Yeah, you could. Uh, and he's going to take the war pick that he acquired. He's like, oh. oh, he's like, oh, war pick. I don't see many of those coming here. They were part of the spider issue. I see. Makes sense. Um, Alright. Morning Stars, I can usually sell them for about 15 gold. Uh, I can give you 7 gold for the Morning Star. That's a good deal. And for the War Pick, I can give you. Again, I can sell, I can sell that for 5, so I can give you 2 gold for the. War pick, so a total of uh, what I say, nine gold. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly how much I was anticipating getting. Thank okay. you. He tosses nine gold coins over. Pushes them into his little pouch. But uh, I, I'm generally more interested in like uh, raw materials, like ingots, gems, metals. If you can find that kind of stuff, I will do my best to pay the optimal price. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. All Thank right. you again. I look forward to it. And he takes the Morning Star. He swings it a couple times and goes, "Well, oh, it's actually still pretty good. I'll polish this up a bit." Takes the War Pick, swings it around a bit. Yeah, and you just seem like polishing them and getting. Rid of like bits of, he like does know. this as he leaves. Okay. He tries like an awkward thumbs up. Okay, back to the dish. He's like, <laughs> he goes just like to like uh, get rid of just wear and tear on these two items. You head back to the inn. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Linda, Talindra, you're downstairs having breakfast. Uh, it's a big old plate of 
full English, so baked beans, sausage, bacon, mushrooms, eggs, toast, a strange disc of black, like a, like a black sausage, um, blood pudding, and uh, a hot cup of coffee. Try to look very Good. somber. Okay. Give me... Uh, was that a deception or something? Deception or, per <laughs> deception or performance, your choice. Oh, my performance is like pretty, pretty you're, high. You're, so you're probably... attempting to deceive, but you're also trying to put on a performance. So it's one of the two. One of the, one of the two. My performance is plus 10, so we'll see. 27. <laughs> yeah, you're somber. You're like, there's like, there's like the whole crocodile tears going on. Um... Yeah. I'm not trying to draw attention to it. I'm oh, just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if anyone sees me, I just look a little down. Okay. And I just kind of eat slowly. Okay. Lindek, are you also trying to feign somberness? Yeah, I'm looking just... sad. Okay. Deception or performance? Um, plus zero or plus zero. Great. Uh, six on the dice. I'm not looking very sad, I guess. Okay. I'm actually eating, so... True, you're just you're just drowning your sorrows in food. Sure. Um, so yeah, Enoch, you come into the tavern, you can see the, the downstairs is packed, people are eating breakfast. Uh, there's two plates um, kind of set out uh, at the table where your friends are. You get a sense the... the uh, tavern owner doesn't know what happened last night um you guys did come in through the back door um and uh yeah you can see two empty seats at your table where your friends are go take a seat okay How are you doing, Enoch? What? Sorry. How are what you doing? doing? I'm alright. Um, he's gonna reach into his pouch. And he's gonna pull out uh, two of the daggers, the third and the stag. And he's gonna push the third to Talindra. Um, so what's he referring to is there's a uh, rune or like a carving on the blade. It's a... Okay. These are gifts that I was making for us. Oh. Um, be careful with them. They apparently still are poisonous. Oh, this is a, a surprise. This is that's very kind of you. Gift. Well, um, I uh, heard we don't give gifts of uh, simple things. Uh, these are things that could be used to protect you, protect yourself. He sets the one that he had wrapped, kind of the straps wrapped around his hand. He undoes it and sets it down in front of him. This was for gravel. I'm sure he would have liked it. I think so as well. 
um, we uh, need to discuss what we're doing now in terms of um, burial rites. Right. We should bury um, him. I'm sure there's a place nearby that might sell coffins or we could get to some sort of, um, I don't know, have something done. Um, the local funeral home. Talk to the undertaker. Um, Talindra, mm -hmm. you would know the funeral home uh, was a part of the temple that was unfortunately oh. destroyed when the Lucid Bastion exploded. No, I don't. Somehow, I don't think that's going to be a possibility. And even so, I, I think it might be quite difficult at the moment. To, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who are needing uh, those sorts of things. You get a sense, um, uh, Enoch, while you were walking around, you got the distinct scent of pine burning and the smell of cooking meat from the um, Lucid Bastion area of the city. And I think your people are burning the bodies, Tundra. I don't think they have room for um, burials. Alright, perhaps we Look find some sort of we could do that, or we could put him in a shroud or, or something like that and, and take him to be... How? Uh, How would we do that? Uh, I think he's asking what we put in the shroud. Yeah. Um, pillows! <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a wooden box might be better. Like A box know. it would be ideal if we can find one. Um, yeah. sure we could make one. As the three of you are talking at the table, a little like squat stout person's walking around in the tavern going, I just need customers. Uh, I had a little incident, so if you can spend coin, I'll be very happy. And he's kind of like putting pamphlets on people's tables. Just please come to my shop. There's a big piece of rock through my roof, so any help would be appreciated. It's Gav. Do you know who I am? And people are like, no. He's like, okay. He comes up to your table. Pamphlet on the table. Hello. What's the pamphlet? Hi, I'm Gavin. Some people call me Gav. I run Gorgons and Gremlins. Uh, uh, oh, we've been there. Oh, he, he, yeah. Yeah. You guys have. Was this, was this the you see a little toy satyr. store? You see a little satyr with horns. Yeah, he's dressed in like his best little outfit. But you can tell he probably hasn't worn this outfit in a long time. Especially since he got his chubby belly, so the buttons are kind of like almost bursting off. He's like, yeah, the toy store. I'm not just a toy store, so. Yeah, I sold oh, you my coin of delving. Candy. Yeah, candy. I saw candy. Pranks. I remember. Tricks of deception. Uh, Do you want to deceive you me? Wouldn't have a, you wouldn't possibly have a, a nice sized wooden box, would you? I have all sorts of wooden boxes. About your height, your size. Yeah. Probably. Something that you would fit into. 
I can fit in. Sorry, any, I, I, can I fit know in that any. sounds bad, but you calling me fat? Not at all. Oh no, Not no, at it's all. more of a height thing. Sorry, you're, you're just the right size. We, that's, that's right. We're that's what all the girls say. I'm just the right size. So that's what she said. It is. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> I sell all sorts of boxes. Uh, okay, well, we need one of your boxes we need that fit box. about your size. My size. Do you need to be tricky, magical? Well, what's no, nope, just a plain wooden box. <laughs> well, I have this one wooden box. It can kind of, you, it's, I call it the, the chameleon circuit. Please don't sue me, okay. BBC. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who reference. Um, it's a box. You can touch it and think of any shape that is also a box. And it'll take on the form of that box. Oh, we need a box oh. that we're gonna burn, and I don't Perfect. want to burn a nice box like that. It's fine. It's a piece of junk. Let's go and he, to my store. I'll show you where it is. And he, he starts waddling out of the store. Right and that will get up and follow him. He waddles outside. <laughs> You're fucking old. Points to like this. Points to someone kind of just like nearby, and then scurries off. Okay, he's not going to be the last to leave. Okay. He's going to gather up the dagger. Okay. And head out okay. with the others. You follow the little satyr. He's like, do you want your box now or next week? Come on. As soon as possible. Then come, 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 come. Right now. Right now would, would be great. Yes, yes, we're getting it now. He kind of like, where's your other friend? He's a, That's uh, why we need the box. We need the box. Oh. I saw someone get squished. Let's go! Okay. And he takes you back to the Lucid Bastion district where people are, in fact, setting up funeral pyres um, and burning a lot of people. Like, it's very much like the end of the the cursed season of Game of Thrones um, where they're burning all the people at Winterfell. Um, and uh, Gavin's like, come on, come on, come on, ignore the smell. He's like scurrying down the street as fast as he can. Eventually you get to the familiar site of the Gorgon and Gremlins magic shop. A big piece of the Lucid Bastion has gone through the ceiling. Just poosh. He's like, it's fine, it's just, it's just uh, surface damage. Let's go. That looks pretty he, nasty. It's surface damage. And he poof, right. runs inside. So, aside from the box, I have these items on sale today, just in case you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him, like, pull out this little powder from his pocket and goes, Okay, so, <laughs> puts up a pair of boots. <laughs> a, a weird shimmering kind of suit. Just a rusty old key. Poof. A big, wide-brimmed purple hat with a feather sticking out of it. Poof. A rust-colored bag. Poof. And a deck of cards. These are my special items on sale for today. But I also sell candy if you want candy and food. But the box. I can, give you, the box. I can, I can give you guys the box for free. Okay. If you buy I'm stuff. Listening. If you buy stuff and if you do me a favor. 
Okay. This the, favor, have. the favor is instantaneous. You don't have to. Nice. I just need you to test. I need you guys to be like the test audience of one of my new products. Okay. Okay. Test audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls That's out right. this small leather satchel and puts it on the counter, opens it up, and you see six pieces of gum, like six spherical gumballs. He closes it. All the colors of the rainbow. He closes it. Don't eat them. I want you to feed them to people you don't like or people you just uh, are indifferent towards. Um, okay. Are this, these, this gum, um, do be... these do real harm? Uh, define real harm. They hurt people. They can. Here, I'll read you what they do. Ones hurt people. I'll read you. I'll read you what they do. They all hurt. They all. Okay. All they're, right. They're all bad. Uh, he pulls up um, the red piece of gum. Now, I actually don't know what they do. That's why I kind of want them to be tested. Um, I tried to cast like identify on it, and identify wouldn't even tell me. So, did you make these, or did you oh, I find it. these? I make. I make all my stuff. Okay, and you don't know what they do? Nope. So you want us to test them on other people? Yeah, you can try them on yourselves, but I don't think I recommend it. I never trust my own products on myself. He sniffs more powder. So, are you interested? Just six I, pieces I'm of gum. I'm a little concerned. It's just six pieces of gum. Okay, I understand this. I, I'm a little concerned that I don't want to end up in a murder trial. Can we guarantee that this isn't going to, is it going to be poison or? Oh, I don't put poison in my snacks. No, but they're meant for pranks. They're meant for blue. They're meant for pranks. I do have a blue one. Can I see it? Yeah, he hands you it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Constitution saving throw. Okay. As you kind of begin to look like Violet Beauregard from twenty-five and nineteen plus six. So you start to swell up like a balloon, like Violet from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> And you feel like you might start floating upwards at a hundred feet every six seconds. Hey, but you shrug hey. it off, and the, the effect doesn't happen to you. He spits it on the ground. Okay, next one. Uh, pick, pick. You're not really doing this, red, back, are you? Red, orange, yellow, one. green, indigo, or violet. Violet. Okay. Constitution saving throw. As you feel your skin, to do it, your guys. skin, your skin kind of gets like a metallic sheen to it. Twelve. Twelve. You guys watch as Enoch chews this piece of gum, and their skin starts to turn metallic. Enoch, you become petrified. And shrink into a four-inch figurine of solid steel that resembles you. Just tunk. He's like, oh. Ah. Uh, Is that gonna wear off? It. I don't know. I said test them on people you don't like. Okay. Do you have spells? Yeah. You. Do you have anything that can reverse this? Yeah. Let's try. Ah, uh, man, man. Puts a hand on Enoch, and you see the familiar glyphs of dispel magic. And Enoch, you're <clears throat> back to normal. Okay, so that one 
turns people into solid steel figurines. Okay. Uh, you get a sense, Enoch, you would have been like that for 24 hours. He's like, yes, good to know. Writes it on a piece of paper. Didn't get to figure out what the blue one did. Looked like you were swelling up a bit. I'll oh, say... I was swelling up. I felt like I was going to start floating. Oh, good to know. So you can float. Okay. So we know what the violet and the blue one does. Uh, all right. We did come here to find a coffin for our friend. Uh, perhaps we should stay uh, on on target. Right. Well, actually... I need, I need you to take these other pieces of gum and test them out on the road. And that's and then I'll give you the box along with that. All right. Actually, all right. You, you mentioned uh, that you set out in front of us a bunch of stuff. This uh, rust-colored bag. What... Bag of tricks. Bag of tricks. Uh, how much do you want for that? Five hundred gold. Uh, basically, it's an ordinary bag. See, he shakes it, opens it up. <sighs> there are fuzzy little balls in it. Closes the bag. When you throw one of these, you can throw them up to about twenty feet away. When it lands, it transforms into a creature from this mm. bag. With this bag, it can turn into a rat, owl, mastiff, goat, giant goat, giant boar, lion, or brown bear. What that? Once three of these fuzzy objects have been pulled out, you can't use it again until tomorrow. Um, but I don't have 500 gold. And thankfully, the creature you pull out is friendly to you and your companions. That's a bag of tricks. Are you interested in anything else on the table? What were the other items again? Well, there was a was... deck of cards. Boots, a yeah. kind of shifting suit, like the colors keep shifting on it. Uh, just a rusted key, a big old purple hat with a feather sticking out of it, and a deck of cards. Alright. Um, what, what does this uh, key do? Oh, the key is my favorite one, actually. Do you want to know what it does? Well, yes, of course. Is that why you asked? It is. It is okay. indeed. So, look closely. And he, he, like, shoves the key in your face. And you can see a question mark is worked into the head of the key. This key has a 5% chance of unlocking any lock into which it is inserted. 5%. Once it unlocks something, the key disappears. How much is the key? 60 gold. Interesting. Twenty chance. So you could, yeah, you could literally say, "Oh no, they locked the king's door," and you could be, "But what if they didn't?" Again, five percent. Five percent chance. Once it doesn't lock something, it disappears. Forever. I make a lot of these, and surprisingly, I sell a lot of them. Hmm. What about uh, what about the suit? The suit, the suit is my favorite personally. Um, I know I said the key is my favorite, but the suit is my favorite. Also, you can have more than one favorite. Of course, of course. The suit is a suit of shift weave. Generally, when you create suits like this, you can have five different outfits embedded into the cloth, and while wearing it. You can speak a command word and cause the suit to transform into the outfit that has been programmed into it. 
how do you program th these outfits? It's, do you it's have already to programmed. It's already programmed. Oh. oh. This suit comes yeah. with a green velvet nightgown with a pair of curly toed slippers and a green velvet sleeping cap. A Dandalian Empire masquerade costume of red and gold silk with an ostentatious frilled collar and a frowning porcelain mask with leather boots. Ooh, I like that one. A wolf fur <laughs> traveling coke, cloak, a hat made with a raccoon head with a tail billowing out the back, and a tunic and pants made from wolf hide with a pair of knee-high fur boots. The fourth outfit, black cloth bandana around the mouth with a black leather tunic complete with a black cloth hood and black leather pants with a pair of leather boots. The final outfit, a patchwork homemade. I think it was meant for a kid. But again, these, these outfits will fit any size. They will adapt to your size. A patchwork homemade green dragonborn costume with cartoonish eyes and a long dragging tail with a hole in the mouth where the wearer's face rests. What's the price of that one? 50 gold for the suit. That one is tempting. <laughs> Basically, some of this stuff is really good if you want to conceal yourself. I can see that. Especially the hat. And the boots. Mm -hmm. What are the boots? They're none of your business. Actually, they're my favorite. Um, you get a sense everything he makes is his favorite. Mm -hmm. So he just keeps saying, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. These are boots of false tracks. Oh. Only humanoids can wear these. And while you wear these boots, you can choose to have them leave tracks like those of other, another kind of humanoid of your size. So for example, if you're small like me, I could make it look like a goblin's walking around. I could make it look like a gnome's walking around. I could make it look like a halfling's walking around, a kobold, that kind of stuff. It has to be the same size as you, or it could be yes. any tracks? Another si a humanoid of your size. Oh, okay. A human child. Hey, what's that powder stuff you keep putting in your nose? None of your business. Continuing. Um, oh, that's I call really none it, of my business. I call it rejuvenation powder. Rejuvenation powder? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What sort of effects does it have, out of curiosity? It makes you feel rejuvenated, hence the name. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what about this hat here? Is the hat resisting? is easily my favorite. Mm. Oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I love him so much. Uh, the hat. Sorry, I closed my notes. Um, this is my favorite item of those you see before you. This is a hat of disguise. It requires attunement. But if you wear this hat, you can use an action to cast the Disguise Self spell from it at will. No charges, no once-a-day bullshit. The spell ends if the hat is removed. So you can wear this hat and look like someone else entirely. Obviously the hat also, you know, will change. You're not going to be always wearing a big, big old hat. That's a hat of disguise. What's the, pr What's the price on that one? <laughs> 300 gold. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's probably the most useful. <laughs> Combine the hat of disguise with boots of false tracks. Boom! Um, yeah. And then there's this, and he gestures towards the deck of cards. These are my favorite. 
Yes. This deck of cards can do whatever you want him to do. That's not true. Um, they are a deck of illusions. Basically, draw a card at random. You have to draw a card at random for it to work. And you throw it at the ground, anywhere within 30 feet of you. And an illusion of the creature, of the card, on these blank cards appears. Uh, do you have to uh, throw it on the ground immediately after you draw it? Yes. Can you hold on to it for a moment? You have to throw it if you want to use it. The creature that appears is illusory. It looks real, of its appropriate size, and behaves as if it were a creature, except that it can do no harm. And if you're within 120 feet of this creature, you can use an action to move it magically anywhere within 30 feet of its card. Again, as for all illusions, any physical action with it reveals it to be an illusion because objects can pass through it. Or someone can investigate it and determine that it's translucent. But they gotta get up real close. It lasts until the card is moved or the illusion is dispelled. When the illusion ends, the image on its card disappears and the card can't be used again. So, for example, this deck is a surprise. Do you want to know what's in it? You're willing to tell? Red Dragon. Night and Four Guards. Succubus or Incubus. Druid. Cloud Giant. Etten. Bugbear. Goblin. Beholder. Archmage and Mage Apprentice. Night Egg. Assassin. Gotta watch out for assassins. They're tricky people. <laughs> Fire Giant. Ogre Mage. Noel. Kobold. Lich. Priest. Medusa. Veteran. Frost Giant. Troll. Hobgoblin. Goblin. Iron Golem. Bunch of bandits. An Aranez. Berserker. Hill Giant. Ogre. Orc. Kobold. And yourself. Wow. Pretty broad range. Mm -hmm. How much is that one worth? 300 gold. Do we have Okay. A... <laughs> so you said we could get a free box and a disc if we do the gum stuff. Yeah. So if we did... But you have to that... buy something. Right. So if we did your gum task, yep. you would give us a free box if we bought something. Yep. What would you give us gold off of the price? Persuasion check. <laughs> With advantage because he's essentially coked out of his head. <laughs> oh, it was not supposed to be a 19. Yeah. <laughs> 60 plus Works for me. Okay. Um... What do you want to buy? I'll, I'll give you half more. price off of any of these items that you want to buy. Only one. Only. Oh. Oh. You know what? Only, Only half price on one. Okay, the hat. Is, right. The hat. I said the hat. Okay. I want the bag, man. Well, okay, so uh, <laughs> one person saying hat and one person saying bag. The hat uh, is more useful if you're trying to deceive people and remain hidden. What if I gave you, and he takes off the amulet of the junkard, and he puts it down? 
Well, that's quite useful. You sure you want to get rid of that? Well, he, he grabs the amulet and kind of just like focuses on it and goes, Ah, this is this is fun. The other one seems more useful in the moment. Okay, so how many more of these gumballs do we have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. You have the red, orange, yellow, green, and indigo. Uh, he's like, okay, let me just check something in my head palace. Um, what, uh, what, uh, Rarity is the amulet of the drunkard. Is it uncommon? Yeah, it's just uncommon. Okay. okay. Uh, the amulet I can buy for a hundred golds, or I can take a hundred gold off the asking price of the hat of disguise, and make the hat what of disguise two hundred. What? What if I give you the amulet? This bag of gold that I have, and he pats the pouch. How much is in it? It's a surprise. Um, I, I like surprises. You like the encounter? I like surprises. Mm -hmm. I do the rest of the gumball stuff, and we get that hat. You're gonna eat the rest of them? I can. I wasn't going to. Oh, but I can if that's easier for you. I recommend you don't. <laughs> Just in case you saw what happened to you, you turned into a statue of metal. Yeah. Deal, and he gives you the he takes the drunk amulet of the drunkard, all your gold, and gives you the hat of disguise. Okay, give me, give me the gum. And he's gonna put the hat on. Gives you the pouch, this little pouch of gum. It's a leather pack of gum with five pieces remaining. You can eat one piece as an action, or it can be, or you can be fed a piece of gum as an action. A creature that willingly eats the gum, I forgot to do this, a creature that willingly eats the gum has disadvantage on the saving throw to resist the gum's effect. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Get to know. He's like, yeah, let me, know, let me know what they do and come back. Okay. Uh, as for the box, and he puts up a box. Just a random, shabby-looking wooden box. Just poof. <laughs> It looks like the right size. Yeah. Alright, well, thank you very much. Just, you have to be nice to the box. Hello, box. <laughs> That's funny, box. Turn into a coffin. Turns into a coffin. Uh, Linda's going to pick it up and put it on her shoulder. Okay. Just tell thank me you. It can only turn into box-shaped objects. Gotcha. So it can't turn into barrel. Uh, and has to roughly be the same size as the box it started out as. Understood. Alright. Uh, that should do. You want to buy anything else? Yes, but I don't have enough money. Um. The boots. The <laughs> what boots? is it you want? What is it you want to buy, Linda? I want that bag. Five hundred gold for it. It's five hundred gold. Oh yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. The Sorry. Boots, the boots are forty. The suit is fifty. The key is sixty. Mm -hmm. 
I do have a little bit of money. Do you think, do you, the two of you think that the key is worth buying or perhaps the... I think it's worth buying if you ask my opinion. Well, of course you're going to say that. I also sell um, food if you'd rather buy snacks. You know what? I think, um, I think I'm all right. I have, um, just so you, you know what? I, I, have, I have beads of refreshment. Yes. Okay. I have beads of nourishment. Mm -hmm. I have something called dust of deliciousness. Is that that's not what you've been? No, 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 no. With uh, the dust of deliciousness, what is that? It's just very delicious. Well, you see, it does some things. <laughs> okay. It's a reddish brown dust. You can sprinkle it on an edible substance to greatly improve the flavor. However, the dust also dulls the eater's senses. Anyone eating food treated with this dust has disadvantage on wisdom ability checks and wisdom saving throws for one hour. And there's enough in here to flavor six servings. Um, I don't see that being very useful in many situations, uh, unless any of you are interested. I use it all the time. Use your candy? You show my customers to get them to spend more money. What? In your candy? No, 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 no. Okay. You know, um, I focus them really hard on this hat. Uh, you, have to, I, you have to attend to do. it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't personally feel that it's necessary to buy food, but if, if, other, if either of you are interested in... Beat of nourishments, basically you eat it and you don't have to eat for the rest of the day. My little okay. Lead, just... and, and what does the other one do? The, I it makes like a liter stuff. it makes like a liter of water. Liter of water. You put mm -hmm. it in like a tankard and it just poof, will fill your tankard up perfectly. With fresh cold water. That would be good for our trip that we're taking. Yeah, it would. Could be. You should buy how some. Much is, how much is that? Uh, beat of nourishment, each one's about, or sorry, beat of refreshment's the water one. Uh, five gold each for a beat of refreshment. The food one, 25 um, gold each. And it gives you a gallon of water, did you say? Did I say that? <laughs> I don't remember what, what it was you said. It was a lot of water. You said a liter. It's a pint. A liter. Okay, it's that a makes pint. A pint, so half a liter. Yes, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's it's a spongy, flavorous, gelatinous bead, and it dissolves in liquid, transforming up to a pint of... Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, you put it in a liquid, and it uh, okay. transforms that liquid up to a pint... It transforms up to a pint of the liquid into fresh, cold drinking water. So you can oh. just, like, take your tankard and into a stream, put that in, boom, fresh, cold drinking water. However, it doesn't work drop, on like magical don't. liquids or harmful substances such as poison. We don't need that. Okay. I have a. You can piss. You can do what I do sometimes to test it out. You piss. You pee pee in a tankard, and then you put the bead in, and it's perfect. Well, I think I think we'll probably be fine with our water skins. Uh, I I don't watch think out. Anything else we, watch out we for need. water skin mold. We'll keep our eye out. It's a mold that grows in your water skins, and if you ingest it, it paralyzes you. 
and your face falls off. No, that is, that is perilous. That's a 15 um, on a deception check. It's just... <laughs> Should I roll an insight? Yeah, I'm 100%. It's up to you. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah, no, 13. You know, it's like, yeah, that's something about right. As well. I think I've heard of it. <laughs> oh, that's frightening. You can also use your passive insight if you want. This yeah, guy's... I don't believe it. I got an 18. Okay, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I knew someone who died of it before. Anyways. All right, you have your box, you have your hat. Do you want anything else? You want the boots? How much did you say the boots were? They were... Uh, 600 gold now. Yeah, I... They're they're 40 gold. 40 gold? Yeah. For the boots? Yeah. I thought you said more before. Nope, 40. 40 for the boots, 50 for the suit, 60 for the key, 500 for the bag, 300 for the deck. Do we want the boots? Yes, you do. It's up to you. I bought my. I bought what I wanted. I'm already writing up the piece of paper, the sell order already. So. You know what? We 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 know where we where you are. Why I, not? I, I just think, wrote um, out. I just wrote out the sell order though. Well, the order of sale. The bill of sale. The bill of sale is already written up. It's not legally binding. Um, oh. I, I think we're okay. We we just want to. If you Xander. Really, you know, deal with our. We have thieves in leaving. the store. <laughs> you don't and, get to walk. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Yeah, Linda. No response. Nothing. You just like Xander. Please. We've had a, we've had a very difficult day, sir. Uh, we thank you for uh, for catering to us, but we we do have to leave. Fine. Enjoy your box, and your hat. Thank you. We'll I'm enjoy your box. We'll use later. it. I change stock every day, so. Next time you come by, there might be more fun to play with. And be careful with that gum. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. He snaps uh, his fingers and the door care. just slams shut. And as the door slams shut, some of like the hole in the ceiling, some of the debris from the ceiling just goes. He's like, surface damage. It's fine. And you guys walk away from the shop. All right, um... I'm never going back to that shop ever again. Don't ever make me do that. That was miserable. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but we did need the box. I'm sure we could have found a carpenter or someone who works with wood that could have built us a box. I'm going to go distribute this gum now, and Enoch's going to be like, okay. turn and walk. Okay. Uh, it's going to take time, though, uh... as he's walking to tune to his hat, though. Okay. Uh, as you're walking... Lindak, three, the other two of you. Lindak, you hear a voice kind of whispering to you. It's like, hey, buddy. Are you my he new looks, friend now? He looks at the box. Hey, buddy. What's your name? Lindak, box. Do you have a name? Box. Hi, box. And there's people like walking around and see you talking to a box and giving you weird looks. Like, yeah, okay. Wait, I'm with him. Am I hearing this as well? You're not hearing the box. You're just hearing Lindak talking to it. What are you? <laughs> it's talking you... to me, Tal. He said it was friendly. Oh, remember? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Mm. What's it, it saying? Out it, turns out it actually is. 
it's I'm an just animated. Being... You can call me animated. Oh, he's an animated box. Yep. He says we can call him animated. I'm a polymorphing animated box, but I can only polymorph into other boxes my size. That's handy. We're gonna it's really not. To look, like, to look like a coffin. It's really not handy. It's handy for us I right can't now. shrink. I stay this size. I'd almost feel sorry for you if if I cared. I I kind of try uh, whisper to Lindak like, "Do you want me to cast a spell magic?" <laughs> I'm not sure if it would hold its shape right now. Its shape That's is a true. coffin. I would hold That's my shape. True. Oh, did but... you hear that? I apologize. Oh, I didn't. Or not, I you didn't hear. It. He said. He Never said it, could, it could. It would work, but it would kill me. My consciousness would seek cease to exist. Um. <clears throat> um. You guys burn in this box. Um, uh, what do you, you want, want me for to anyway? Cast a spell. <laughs> Maybe you should cast a spell. Maybe. What am I being used for? Well, it would. It would. You had a good point. It would do away with the coffin. Why is she talking about doing away with me? <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's just the way she talks. Don't worry about it, boss. Okay, that makes sense. It smells oh, like God. burning relatives around here. Yeah. Perhaps we should uh, take this box um, to the hotel. We should. We should uh, put some of Gravel's stuff. And Gravel, of course. He looks around to make sure I'm not being overpowered or anything. Who's Gravel? He, he's the reason we need a coffin. Oh, I can't hear him. A box. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. <laughs> um, he's going to be close to you soon. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um... Okay, we get back to the hotel. Okay. <laughs> uh, bootstrap. What are you up to? Uh, bootstrap's gonna try and get this ring to Callie. Okay, you can easily find her. She's with yeah. all of the people being burned in the on the pyres. He's just gonna be. Uh, uh, he's going to be holding up this ring like he found it, mm -hmm. and being like, "Oh, this is neat." And he's just going to try and pace around her until she notices. Okay. Um, oh, that's my husband's. Ah! And he's going to throw it into the air. She... And, and then... Uh, just catches it. And then he's going to go off. Okay. Whereabouts? Uh, he, as he was going to do this, he did... So he, he was following everybody. Up yes, until they got yes, to the were. shop. Yes, you were. Uh, and then, and then uh, when they went into the shop, uh, he noticed they were in there for a bit, so he went off and did this. Mm -hmm. So he's going to go back to the shop. Okay. And probably sees that they're gone. Yeah. And he's going to go in there. Oh, you're the old person I saw outside the tavern. The dim, the dim's light. Yeah. Hey, you got some? You got anything good? 
<laughs> Puts the boots up, the shift weave suit, the mystery key, the bag of rust, and the deck of illusions. This stuff. Oh, that looks pretty nice. <laughs> Uh, and I'll hold out the, uh, hmm, that could still be useful. Um, Boots are 40 gold, suits 50, the key is 60, the bag is 500, the cards are 300. Yeah. We'll assume that, uh, he gives Bootstrap the same lowdown for mm -hmm. everything. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I like them boots. 40 gold. Alright. Deal. Okay. They don't require attunement. I'm better. <laughs> I don't think. Yep. So nope. you, you just put them on, and the boots can leave tracks like those of any other kind of humanoid your size. Satyr. Goblin. Kobold. Mm -hmm. Dwarf. Or medium. You're not there. Uh, <laughs> small dwarfs, human, dwarfs. human, human children. Yeah. yeah. And he puts them on. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can uh, I get some uh, some of your food? Yeah. These are bees of refreshment, bees of nourishment, and dust of deliciousness. I'm currently out of my prototype product, Gavin's gum of chewing. Oh, that sounds nice. This big oaf of a Goliath is going to test it out. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, oh you're lucky. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I think that'll be it for me. I'm a little low on the gold now. Okay. Unless, uh, how much would you give me for this? And he holds out the necklace of adaptation. Uh, what rarity is the necklace of adaptation? Uh, uncommon. Uncommon. Okay. <laughs> Looks at 500 gold. Hmm. One, right. one D6 times 100. 500 gold. Alright. Well. Um. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Gives you 500 gold. Alright. Do you want to buy one of my more expensive items now? Yeah, sure. The suit, the key, tricks, or the deck of illusions? Uh. Uh. What's the suit again? Shift Sorry. weave suit. It comes pre programmed with five outfits you can magically change the suit to look like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first is a green velvet nightgown with a pair of. Curly... Oh, right, right. Okay, I remember. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks. And then, yeah, the fifth one is a cool patchwork kid's costume, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was a bag of tricks. Yep. Okay. The bag of tricks. And the deck. Is 500. Okay. The deck of illusions is 300. The mystery key is 60. And the suit is 50. All right. Uh, so this might be a little meta, but I figured I'd ask the group, cause like, it, like, just cause they were there anyway. We had five hundred gold. Uh, I'm thinking the deck, or the bag of tricks. And see where we go after that. With that, what do you guys think? Those seem to be the most useful. The what? 
the most useful useful the deck is that what you said oh are you asking which one yeah the two um the bag of tricks creates living the yeah the bag of tricks creates living creatures the deck of illusions creates illusionary creatures but the deck of illusions can create an illusionary dragon but the bag will produce critters that will actually help us for a little bit of time okay. before they disappear yeah right yeah. <clears throat> I make a lot of mystery keys I'll take uh, how much is a bag of tricks 500 gold I'm Sold. Okay. You can add a bag of tricks, rust colored. I don't think it okay. just. I don't think you can actually choose the color, but it is a rust colored bag of tricks. Yeah, each color gives you different critters. Yeah. You roll d8 when you want to throw one of these things down in it. All right. Cool. Uh, and then that key. The key is sixty. Sold. Okay. You can add a mystery key to your equipment as well. <laughs> no go on the suit uh, might have to hold off for now it'll be uh, gone next week yeah sorry about that I only got 46 gold left uh, you're four short yeah you got any uh, any food they got beads of refreshment and beads of nourishment and oh, dust right, of deliciousness right. damn it damn it <laughs> I'm currently in the process done. of making another product. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll save my money for then. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm Gavin. Hey, Gavin. What's your name? Who's that? <laughs> okay. You're a great fella. See you later. Steven. Steven. And then just keeps calling for Steven as you leave. Great. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Enoch, you are wandering the streets of a district where people are very much having a rough time of things. Uh, and those kids, he... those kind of, those kids from earlier approach you and go, your bandages are so cool. He reaches into the little brown pouch for a moment. <laughs> Decides against it. So oh, man. That would have amazing. Okay. Um, and they really run uh, off. And you can see there are like... You're, yeah. Okay, question. Sure. Can he wander mm -hmm. and fully attune to this hat? Yeah. He does have a goal. Okay. If he could change his appearance. Mm -hmm. So after that hour, and he's attuned to the hat, mm -hmm. he is going to go to like the side of a building away from people. Mm -hmm. And he is going to think really hard about making himself look like Gavin. You fucker. Uh, yeah, look, because Gavin is not considered a small creature. I just don't remember if... Yeah, it doesn't... It's, he's supposed to be a large version <clears throat> of Gavin is essentially what he can do. This guy's self. He has a first level spell. 
Yeah. Uh, you can seem one foot shorter or taller. Yes, you can be a. He yeah. wants to be a Goliath size. You can be a Goliath sized Gavin, a Goliath sized Seder. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get all the facial features and everything of Gavin. <clears throat> okay, I think I'm ready. And he's going to. <laughs> um. He is going to. He's going to wander a little bit more. Okay. Maybe get out of this really sad part of town. Okay. Um. And he wants to. God, this is going to seem so messed up. Um. He wants to find anybody that vaguely re- resembles Vox. Maybe like a large bugbear <clears throat> or a, another large Goliath Give me a or something check. that... Because Vox is a green half-dragon, so you'd be looking for like a green dragonborn. Uh, 14. You can, uh, Kind of sitting on a chair outside. Kind of like in a hooded outfit. Like a tan color. Vox's was black, and this green dragonborn is just kind of like sharpening a stick, like whittling a stick. Oh, hello! My name is Gavin, and I sell gum! <clears throat> oh, hello. You sell gum. Would you like... Mm-hmm. They're really delicious. <clears throat> Give me a persuasion <laughs> check. Because, like, <laughs> random person club, I sell gum, do you want to try them? 22? Fuck. Uh, alright. <laughs> uh, how much are they? For a piece? Oh, just kidding. They're free. Ooh, how crazy am I? Here's a green <laughs> one for you. Green? Okay, mm-hmm. and he eats it. And he eats it willingly, so disadvantage on the save. He sits there, he gets chewing for a bit. But that oh, that one tastes like moldy bread. Doesn't taste too good. And he watches an eight-inch layer of mold begins to grow out of his scales and just cover his entire body. And as it happens, the mold coughs up a 30-foot radius cloud of toxic spores. <laughs> I need you to make a... So, Enoch. (laughs) 10, 14. You take 16 points of poison damage. And you hear the person (laughs) who is chewing it just... No movement. (laughs) That's crazy. You can see some of the other mold spores are getting ready to spew another cloud. Okay. And he's going to run off. (laughs) And you hear people going, oh. You can hear like the approach of something's happening over here. And you hear guards like, it's crazy. It's Gavin's crazy gum. 
<laughs> you just run off screaming it. that? Okay. Yep. Uh, we got a murder on our hands. This one's been poisoned. And the guards, like, try not to get into the cloud. And as the cloud dissipates, another one. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck! Okay, as he's running, <laughs> uh, he's going to veer down uh, an alleyway really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to... So I'll let you know what the green uh, one does. Switches for him. Just because... Oh, right. A creature that eats this piece of gum must succeed in a DC-15 constitution saving throw or is covered in an 8-inch layer of mold that spews a 30-foot radius cloud of toxic spores. The cloud lasts for one minute, and all creatures starting their turn in the cloud take 4d6 poison damage. Every 10 minutes, there's no saving throw for being in the cloud either. Every 10 minutes, another cloud is spewed forth. Or every 10 minutes, another cloud is spewed forth. This effect can be removed with a dispel magic spell. So for 10 minutes, his boss, every 10 minutes for... Oh, there's no end. Forever. Every 10 minutes, it's just... <laughs> yeah, there's no duration on that one until the spell magic is done on it. <laughs> oh, fuck. And as you're hiding, you can still hear, like, in the distance, Oh, get the, get the priests! <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Um, he's gonna change his form mm-hmm. into uh, oh, fuck. a large, large dark elf. Okay. Um, white hair. Yeah, large dark elf. Okay. The green one was one of the worst ones. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> the the violet one is is a funny one because it turns someone into a four inch figurine of solid steel that resembles himself. So we have four more to go. Yep. So, um, um, are there any, can he, the next one, can he try to find a dwarf? This is, this is a place in turmoil. They just, their, their entire society just got destroyed and you're like, let's go on uh, coming, yeah, you see a dwarf kind of coming out of a house, and he's straightening his straightening his outfit, putting on a little hat. Hello. Hello. What you got? Do you know it would look really good with your your outfit there? No. This piece of gum. <laughs> Persuasion check. <clears throat> <laughs> this is weirdo this is walking up. Have a piece of gum. A 21, 18 plus 3. He's like, I haven't had a gum since I was a child. I roll a d4 just to see what's gum. So it's red. Well, there's red five left. Oranges. No, he right. gave a green one, so there's four now. Right. In, uh, indigo, yellow, orange, and red. So red is one, orange is two, yellow is three, indigo is four. So we'll see. I'll leave this up to chance because he's not paying it. Oh, orange. Okay. That sucks. He eats it. Oh, it kind of tastes like beef. Mm. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes, oh. He, like, backs up a little bit. Moo! <laughs> <laughs> Why did I 
hilarious look at that and you watch as he turns into a cow still with the little hat on oh. it's not a shape it's not a it's a polymorph so the, the stuff the clothes aren't getting changed it's just him so his clothes all get ripped as he turns into this weird looking this big old cow just fuck and it looks right at you and then just wanders off because it doesn't have the same intelligence as, it, as this dwarf, so it doesn't have any idea what just happened, so it just walks off. <clears throat> a creature that eats this piece of gum must succeed in a DC 15 constitution saving throw, or they're transformed into a cow for 24 hours. Ooh. Oh, fuck. This is why Enoch needs his conscience, which is supposed to be dead at the moment. So, only one person died. Um, he's gonna. So, <clears throat> so far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, Enoch doesn't really feel that bad. He is associating green dragonborns and the like to. I mean, that was kind of his. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the dwarf seemed to have a good effect on it, so he's gonna go and look for like another another dwarf. Okay. He seemed to like not react. All right. As bad as the dragonborn did. Immediately coming out of the house <laughs> is his wife going, Oh, quick today. Usually takes him a bit to get going. In the distance, oh, in the distance oh, figure out. You were the wait. Oh, weird. We don't get cows in the city that often. Turns to you. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, I actually gave another dwarf fellow a piece of gum and he was so excited about it he just took off oh you want a piece of course if it's that good okay yeah um here you go what colors do you have left he's or what she wouldn't know uh, that he's gonna hold out the the bag oh no he'll he'll open the bag for her and there's the ye red yellow and indigo one I'm gonna roll a D three. Okay. One red, two yellow, three indigo. indigo. Enoch's day out. <laughs> Fucking with the city a little bit more. Uh, okay. Oh, good. Good. I'll take the yellow one. Okay. Jeez. Like sunshine. You don't know how right you are, Enoch. Oh. Oh. It kind of burns a little. You know, it's like spicy. Mm. And Enoch, only you see this. Because mm -hmm. you're the only one nearby. Her head starts to triple in size. And begins to radiate sunlight, as per the daylight spell. Just boom. Oh! She's like, I can't see. I can't see. I can't see. I can't either. Oh no! And and she's see, gonna like, she like run. Boom. She drops to the ground because the head is also tripled in weight. She's like, 
mm-hmm. looked struggling on the ground, turtling with her big, like, triple-sized head just emanating the light of the sun in this area. Just Someone release the sun! Help! And he's gonna be, like, running away. Okay. What's everybody else doing? Uh, we were headed back to the, uh, inn. Okay. On your way back, you can you just see a cow walk by. <laughs> Wearing a hat. Have Whoa. I ever seen a, a cow in Rosana? Quite strange. Hmm. Um. Oh, I don't want to metagame. I would. Would this strike me as possibly a magical thing happening here? Roll me an arcana like, check. It, it, it's just like such a strange thing to see in the it middle is strange. of the town. And uh, like, for some reason, there's daylight emanating from another area, like a few blocks away. This city yeah. is always nighttime. I, I, I. So the sun is just like <laughs> a few blocks away. And, I roll. I, I mean, rolled an eight, Arcana. You, Do I, it's like... just you don't know. It's probably just weird. It's probably just a cow. Cows, cows aren't native to this to this place, though, right? They're not. Yeah. But you're like it you, could you be don't, like you someone don't, traveling. But you don't think it's magical. Huh. And yeah, even bootstrap, whatever you're doing, you can see a cow just kind of lumber around going. Uh, Lindak, does it seem bright over there? For the city? He looks up. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever ever over that, that bright. Should we check it out? If you want to, I'd rather get back with this box. It's starting to get a little heavy. Yeah. Oh well. You're too weak, I guess. Shut up, fatso. I'm not fat. <laughs> I'm a box. Yeah, you're big and heavy. You look pretty big and heavy yourself. Yeah, but I'm not carrying me. I'm carrying you. You're technically yeah, carrying. very disconcerting. You're technically, you're, you can't hear me. You're technically <laughs> carrying yourself on your legs. True. Yeah, you know, it's very disconcerting just watching you have a conversation with yourself. I, I, um, it's not really with I know myself. It's, I know it's with the box, but to me... Alright, I mean, if you don't want to check that out, if you don't think it's odd... And, uh, and I also do with, think it's odd. And also I just, where the sunlight's coming from, you just hear screaming. Yeah, you you like kind of see some place. guards kind of going, like rushing over to a different area. Yeah, okay, you, you know, I think I will check it out. You, you can head back to the hotel if, if you like. I, I feel the I have a bad feeling about this. Alrighty. Alright. <laughs> if you insist. Yep. I'll, I'll go in That's the direction. That's fine. I'll, of... I'll take this back and maybe then I'll come. Alright. I, I go in the direction of the brightness. Okay. Yeah, you get there. And I don't play with sensitive sunlight sensitivity because that is bullshit. But you <laughs> see uh, a dwarf woman on the ground. You can't see her head because it's literally radiating sunlight. So it's like you're looking directly at the sun as you round the corner. And she's like screaming and like trying to like get up, but her head's too heavy. It's just big old sunlight. Just oh, okay. I go up to them. Mm-hmm. I go up to her. I, I'll cast Dispel Magic. Okay. And the head uh, goes back to normal. I think that's just third level. Yep, the head yeah. goes back to normal. And the sunlight goes away and she's like, oh, thank you. 
Well, what happened? A big drow man offered me a piece of gum, and I... You don't say. And you can see that her eyes... They don't work no more. <gasps> oh, she's like in time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she has sunlight all in around her face. Oh, God. And I then, think, I think. And then they start to go back to normal. Okay. She's like, oh. Scare me for a moment. Are you feeling all right? I feel fine now. I am never. Okay. If you see a drow man offering you gum. Don't take it. Oh, I, I don't never take food from strangers. He said he, uh, I, I think would... he said he fed it to my husband too. Uh, what, what, was your, what was your husband? Uh, describes a dwarf. And describes <laughs> a very describes like? a dwarf. Uh, you know, kind of round, big beard, shabby clothes, and a kind of shabby okay. flat peaked cat. And the cat was wearing the hat she described. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to try to find your husband, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll send him this direction if I okay, find Okay, and I'm going to get the guards and tell the guards to be on the lookout for that person. Uh, that's that's probably a good thing to do. That's mm -hmm. probably smart. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 will, uh, I will go do that. You go and rest. And she turns around and just goes yeah. back inside and going, what a weird day. Oh, God. And I, uh... Just start wandering, looking for that cow again, or for Perception Enoch. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. The cow kind of like walks out from another street that you're going up. Just kind of turns and comes out, it's like... Would I do another arcana just to be sure that this is like a this this is a being that's been transformed? It's got the hat that she described on the. I know. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty like can, I'm pretty it, confident. It, it, in that. You're pretty confident at this point. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I'll, I'll do a uh, dis, another dispel magic. I'm gonna get rid of a lot of spells. A lot of your third level spell slots. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. cast it, and the the cow goes back into a dwarf, but his like clothes are all like ripped apart. He's like, oh. My apologies, oh, um, madam. Uh, one moment. I and he runs he away. Just, oh, uh, and he just scurries back to his house. <clears throat> bye. Okay. Um, I look around for Enoch. Don't see him I'm nearby. assuming he's disguised. I don't see him. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wander for uh, okay, a bit. To, cool. Try to see if he's done anything sure. Anything else. Or just try to find That'll him. bring us to Lindak with the box. Hi. Uh, Lindek, I'll uh, take the box back up to the room mm -hmm. and put it down on the floor. Okay. It's cold down here. And Now you're ignoring me. That's really rude. He will... Start putting some of gravel stuff in the box. Okay. This stuff stinks. It smells like blood. Yeah. Not the first blood. And he'll put a few things in the box and then 
he's going to kind of look around and go, well, where the heck is everybody? And he's going to go back out on the streets. You're just leaving me up here? (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. I can sing songs. Before do I have to get before I can't hear it anymore? Uh, like 30 <laughs> feet away. Okay, so by the time I get out the front door, yeah. I can't you, you hear can't, him anymore. You can't hear him anymore. Yeah. Can I see any of my friends? Uh, perception check. 22. You see the... Golden, I'm holding that one away. You see <laughs> the old goblin. Yeah. <laughs> trips what do i see him doing tripping yeah <laughs> he catches himself and then just slowly turns and looks at you and you two also see a <laughs> horrific looking green dragonborn no mold spores on it but being put on a pyre to be burned hmm. Garvel, uh this one still might be contagious Yeah. And then uh, backs away. A flame. I'm just looking for my friends. Yeah. You'll see that Bootstrap has a has kind of a uh, not as nice looking bow as Gravel did. Um, it's not. It, it it's working. It's in working condition, and it's probably reliable. But it don't look so good. Not polished. You could probably get a splinter off it. <laughs> you know, I might have something. You look like you could use a new bow. That one just doesn't look oh it's perfect I just got it you sure well I have one up in my room yeah. if you want it no I'm good thanks so fella yeah no problem you can go up and just grab it that's fine <laughs> you have my permission to go in my room <laughs> is this the is this the one that he's seen before that's a crossbow whatever you want it to be. Huh? What? What does that mean? Well, what, what bow did you have? Not a short bow. But How can it I be? Have a, I have a light crossbow you can have. Yeah. Yeah. Gravel, Gravel would probably seen you with that. He's he's more bow oriented. A so light crossbow to, for a gnome is like... Well, <laughs> all the people who are standing here, you can see a large cluster of about 30 or so Aurora Watch soldiers entering Gavin's magic shop. Hmm. Uh, you know what happened there? Huh? Idea. Uh. Hmm. 
strange day. And then they come walk. And then they come walking out. And he goes, "Nah, he's too small." Uh, should we? Uh, should we? You go find me here. I'll be right behind. Didn't catch that at all. <laughs> he's he's just like kind of shooing you away, and that he's gonna he's gonna like. Yeah, okay. see him kind of go off to the side because he doesn't want to spend too much time near you guys because we always used to travel as a group of four and if another small type of humanoid creatures traveling with you it's going to kind of give him give him out gotcha. guys. so he's, he's Lindex going to go look for his other friends okay yeah and bootstrap's going to assist um, okay. and try to as well All right so you can easily find Talindra wandering around so, Tal, what was the light? Oh, it was um I see it's gone some now. sort of uh some sort of magical effect from uh gum. Oh. I've run across two at this point. I'm trying to find others. Two? What was the other? Uh that cow. The cow? The cow, the cow, <laughs> yes. Uh, a married couple, actually, interestingly. Um, but yes, I, I am trying to find any other casualties, so to speak. Hmm. Was a no strange, there was a strange body at the pier, or pyre, but I'm not sure about that. Oh, God, I hope that wasn't... I don't know. I, you know, there's been a lot of odd magical things going on. It might just be that. Absolutely. Oh, we should find you from the crater. Yes, I, I think that would be the best thing to do. Uh, I've been looking, but I can't, I can't seem to find him. Well, he did buy that uh, hat. Ah, uh, yes. yes <sighs> he did buy like that hat. could look anyone or anything. You know, our Lindak starts looking closely at the people around I don't know if you would be able to see anything though uh perception check a 24 19 I got a plus 5 on perception what area is Lindek at or Enoch at currently I mean he ran away from sure the sun yeah so lady anywhere near yeah i'll say that you do see see through a little bit of the disguise self and see enoch or like you can just kind of pick him out because he has the same gait yeah like the same way of walking <laughs> and he's a big ass drow like a glass yes. size drow that too. Giant pretty drow. much a drow and an enoch to, version of and a drow you would also like immediately <laughs> tell because the, the dwarf woman told you it was a goliath-sized drow like a large oh drow. yes yeah. okay um enoch <laughs> i just see i just see him run uh, run around like past me or what do i see yeah essentially he's looking for i would say enoch's looking for another person <laughs> okay perception check. Going to. okay he's bootstrapped <laughs> 
You see Bootstrap? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, Enoch. A 24. You see Bootstrap, uh, and you see your friends, and you see a bunch of commoners just walking around. There's one kind of like collapsing in an alleyway, know. drinking. Oh, okay. He'll make to the, he'll go to the person in the alleyway drinking. Okay, you guys see Enoch walk up to someone in an alleyway drinking, just. Ah. Uh... Starts heading Hello. towards. Hello. Yeah. How is it going? It is going good. Do you um? Do you like cinnamon? Love cinnamon. Well. I have a piece of candy for you. Oh, great. <laughs> Here's some cinnamon gum. And he's going to pull out... The red one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Takes it. Uh-oh. Oh, it does taste like cinnamon. Mm. Kind of like... Sits... He's going to back up <laughs> a little sits, bit. He sits upright. You ever get that feeling where you want to belch, but you can't? Yeah, and he's gonna kind of step further away. He goes to try. He's like trying to make himself belch, but nothing's coming out. He's like, "Well, thanks for the gum." And he goes back to drinking. Belch. And you can see he gets like, like just so close to belching, and then nothing. He he doesn't do it. He's like, "Oh." Belch and cinnamon. Okay. That's pain. That's One that's a, that's a fate worse than death. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Yeah. On the edge of belching and just like, uh, come on. Uh. <laughs> that pressure right there that you get like center of your chest. Okay, the last one. Just one more. Oh, the approach, oh, yes, approach just, Enoch. Just yeah, just yeah. It just seems like this gum, that piece of gum, just prevents you from belching. He's like, I'm gonna go back to the dim's light. <clears throat> Wait. Oh. No. I'm gonna go that way. And he kind of like gets up and he just poof, falls unconscious from being just too drunk. Just poof. <clears throat> Oh, hello. Good day, madam. Hello. You guys will see, you know, walk up to another person. Okay. <laughs> Are we, we're, uh, I think we were going to go and, and, and stop it, him. It, it takes, yeah, so you're following him. It takes him about 20 minutes to find somebody else. Okay, e Enoch. Um, yes. One moment. Um, yes. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, can we speak possibly privately? We were, oh, having, right. we were having a conversation first. It'll it, it won't take uh, very long. All right. You can go about your day, ma'am. Thank you for okay. your time. She turns and wanders off. Oh, we almost died. You all hear? What's everyone's passive perception? Twenty or fifteen? Actually, we'll say uh... this. We'll say this would take about an hour to get to find somebody else who you would deemed appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's everyone's passive perception? 15. Uh, 14. Okay. I have the highest one. Couple, couple blocks back, you hear a... 
Enoch. <laughs> and you can smell yeah. burning and smoke, and there's smoke billowing up in the air. Do you uh, know anything about this? You know, legitimately, I do not know what that was. Um, okay, I, lo I look in the direction. Does it seem there's guards in like full sprinting over there? <laughs> uh, and they can say, Fire! There's a fire! Just, oh just, just. That is unfortunate, don't you think? Yeah, fire. The city doesn't need any more stuff like that right now. Perhaps happen. should we should we go check it out? Mm, no, <laughs> the guards seem to be doing their job. They're like, oh, you can, over, you can overhear. Gonna... No, you can hear them screaming. You can't overhear them. These are the guards who are like running past. Is this in the direction that the that man yeah. went? Yeah, the drunk okay. guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. wonderful! Great. I don't think I'm gonna give this last piece of gum to anybody. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's wise. Actually, you think I uh, should give it to that little goblin that's been <laughs> over there? Uh. <laughs> yeah. No one's no one's given Enoch the the thing yet. Yeah. So like he doesn't. He, depending on his uh, his uh, insight or whatever. Uh, he thinks that it's just a bootstrap, <laughs> not no connection. Oh, you can, hear, you can hear like guards going, "Oh my god, he exploded!" That's crazy. His light, his light's oh. over here. Oh god. Okay, let's let's go back to red gum. A creature that eats this piece of gum must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or feels the need to belch but cannot belch until an hour has passed. When a creature eventually belches at the end of the hour, they spit out a fireball set targeted on themselves and automatically fail the save. Okay. So this, he finally, he's like, I'm gonna burp. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Um, I think I think it's best if we, uh, yeah, head, head back to the hotel. Probably don't. Yeah, get, yeah maybe don't say, give out the. I'm gonna say the indigo one, um, or just this last one, uh, makes uh, people uh, have nails grow out of their feet or something. You know, like nails. Yeah, that would be a good one. Or they get some really hairy. Uh, I'm gonna say that gets really hairy when you eat it. Or we could save it for someone really bad or something. I don't know. Let's not use it right now. <laughs> on this, right. on this hey, poor that? That city that's yeah. been ravaged by. Tundra, Tundra, Tundra. Who's the goblin that's watching us? It's going to lean in really close and whisper. It's gravel. No, there's not. But it is. It's going to lean back and it's look. Nice. Perception check. 
DC's 15, as per Xanathar's guide. 12. You can't see it. Actually, because they're pointing it out, you have advantage. Okay. A 14. Nope. <laughs> Still can't see it. Okay. Sure. Trust us. We know. We know. It is. Really, it is. And as you're all standing in the street, staring at a little goblin, hearing the effects transpire in the city of Rosana from Gavin's gum of chewing, because it is 10.15, that's where we're going to end the session for the week. <clears throat> Really deadly. Enoch's not in a good state of mind, huh? No. <laughs> so only two people died out of your playing with the gum. Uh, you ate the blue one, so I'll let you know what the blue one does, because it's real fun. Uh, a creature that eats this piece of gum must succeed in a con save, DC 15, or begin to float upwards at a speed of 100 feet at the end of each of their turns. Man, you were saying earlier that you we could... Like as an action, like force someone to eat one of these too, right? Uh, it doesn't say force. A creature can be fed one as an action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that probably couldn't be done during combat, then, right? Yes, it can. It's an action. Um, at the end of each of their turns, so yeah, hundred feet at the end of each of their turns, and last for a minute. After which they plummet. If they hit a solid object during their ascent, they take bludgeoning damage as if they were falling. So basically, they fly up 100 feet up into the air, and then after a minute, they plummet. That's the blue one. You're not gonna have some. <laughs> God. Oh, poor yeah. Okay. And only the indigo piece of gum remains. But thank you for yes. watching, everybody. Yep. What a weird episode. We'll be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back uh, next week for the continuation. And in about 14 minutes, our 91st episode of Beneath the Tide. So, good night, everybody.